Welcome to the Fit and Free with AIM podcast. I'm your host, Amy Louise. By listening to this podcast, you'll gain clarity and apply now principles in relation to training, nutrition, and mindset, all designed to help you build a strong and lean physique and show up as your best self. If you're a woman who struggles with excessive behaviors when it comes to training and food and think of yourself as a perfectionist, I hear you, I see you, I was you. And I know that you're in exactly the right place to change that narrative and build a body you love inside and out. Let's go. Hello and welcome to episode 51 of the Fit and Free with AIM podcast. If you're new here, hi, hello, I am Amy. If you are a returning listener or a viewer on YouTube, thank you so much for joining me again. I really appreciate it. Before we get into the episode, there are a couple of things. As always, if you resonate with anything in the podcast, if you could please share it on your Instagram stories or your Facebook. And if you think it would be valuable to shoot the link through to a friend or family member, please do so. And please wait until the end of the episode or listen the whole way through because I have two really, really exciting announcements for you. So I had an episode all written out and I decided not to record that episode. I will record it very soon. It was what to do if your launches are flopping. It's a very important episode. And like I said, it's all written and ready to go. And I promise I will record it soon. But I was having a couple of conversations in the DMs this week that really brought to my attention the necessity for this episode to come first. Okay, because this is like the overarching theme that is holding you back from even doing something like starting or getting through a launch period. Okay, so that's what we're going to do today. It's a business episode, if I haven't already said that, and we're going to dive in straight away. Okay, so the topic that I'm going to talk about is your fear of feeling, your fear of feeling something is what's holding you back from taking the steps you need to take to build your business. Now, these feelings could be feeling like a failure, feeling like you've disappointed yourself, feeling like you haven't lived up to standards, feeling rejected, feeling like you are humiliated, or dealing with the feelings that come up with setbacks. The avoidance of leaning into these feelings of actually not even leaning in because let's be frank to build a successful business you have to run the fuck towards these feelings I'm not even joking <laughs> it's this it's the avoidance of that honestly it's the avoidance of the courage to run towards these feelings that is stagnating your business growth or seeing you go backwards there's no way for me to sugarcoat this what I am going to do, though, is provide you with a task that if you follow it and if you do it, you'll be able to turn your business around in 15 minutes or less. So you can listen to this podcast, do the activity, and then paint by numbers, and you'll turn your business around. Okay? So why has this topic come up? Why do I think it's important? It's come up in the DMs. So I've had questions around things like imposter syndrome, uh, questions in terms of marketing, engagement, all of those kinds of things. And what it boils down to that I could see from that macro perspective, all of it is we're staying stuck because we're avoiding feeling these challenging feelings. Okay, so I'll just sh- I'll just show you the example or tell you the examples so you know. So one of them was. Uh, someone came to me asking me about like, is engagement down across the board? What's happening? 
after a couple of questions, I realized, okay, the question isn't so much about engagement. It's like, why do I have a low amount of leads coming in? Okay, there's different questions, yeah? Different different answers too, okay? So, and I just want to say that because you don't necessarily need lots of engagement to get a shit ton of clients. You can make a lot of money with, you know, a couple hundred people. That's, you you know, to, to have a six-figure fitness business, you only need, what, like 30, 35 clients, yeah? You don't, that's, you hardly need any. All right, so it's not necessarily that we need to have thousands and thousands and thousands of people in front of us, okay? So just got sidetracked there for a second. But what happened was I said, you know what? One of the issues for this person could be that the language she's using and the problem she's speaking to is actually going over her audience head. She's not meeting them where they're at. She's talking to them as if they were their future selves, which they're not there yet. So how do we get around that? You just go out into the community. You just ask people, what are you struggling with? And hear their words, hear what they say they're struggling with. Because as an expert, you're going to know, oh, this person isn't struggling with their food necessarily. It's that they think that they need to be more restrictive than they actually need to be, right? Whereas they think, oh, I'm eating the wrong food and, you know, or I have no willpower power. And you're like, no, 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 I actually know that they're being far too restrictive, but they, they might not be open to hearing that language at that point in time. Yeah. So I said to her, either well both i would suggest both of these things going out into the audience of your people who people who aren't your clients and you've got to have conversations with people yeah you have to have conversations with people just like you would on the gym floor okay it's a little bit easier because you know everyone who comes through the door is wanting to train okay uh, but it's, it works exactly the same. If you can view your DMs and your social media like the gym, which it requires of you to go up to people and have conversations and ask them, what are you struggling with? How can I help you? What results do you want? You're going to do really well. Okay. But this client said, you know, she feels really funny. She feels really uncomfortable asking people, even her current clients, what they're struggling with. Okay, so first of all, number one, of course, we should be doing that in an initial consult. So I love sales calls and I don't care who says they don't like them because there is this huge thing in the business coaching industry for successful coaches to be um, shitting on sales calls. And I think there may be a point in time where you don't need them. Okay, but I would be questioning you why are you so against them when you haven't built your business yet? Okay, because if there is an element of fear underlying that, well, get the fuck over it. You've got to do these things. Okay, so she said there was a little bit of a discomfort with that. All right, and then the next piece to it was like, okay, we need to get we need to get more testimonials out there. We need to show people that you have a huge track record of getting results, getting results of what these people want. And one of the reasons for doing this, just it, sorry. Let me backtrack for a second. This really solidified in my mind the other day when I was speaking to someone at the gym, uh, not a client of mine, never has been a client of mine, just uh, a client of a friend of mine or an ex-client of a friend of mine. We were talking and she said, you know, all of my girlfriends and you know, they sit around in a circle and they'll look at Instagram or whatever. And it's like, whoever has, whichever coach has the best transformation photos all of the girls are like, I want to work with that coach, yeah? So you cannot underestimate the power of people seeing someone like them getting the result that they want. And it could be visual in a before and after, like as in that could be getting jacked or getting shredded or some kind of progress 
or it could be a video testimonial. I've had my clients before do provide me with video testimonials. They work really well because people can see and hear their voice. And what people want is to know that people like me get results that I want with this coach. And the, the clearest way that you can articulate that to your audience, you're going to have people lining up to work with you. Like it's just there it's just there's no way that that's not going to happen okay and just have a think about the coaches or mentors that you've hired why did you hire them you're like either they look like me or they seem to have the business um you know the business results that i want and came from where i came from okay or they're getting people like me the results that i want it's going to be one of the two either the mentoring in itself or their clients so you've got to consistently show this to your audience okay but with with that, she said she feels like she feels like she's showing off. If she's getting clients amazing results, she feels like she's showing off by posting that. Okay, so what's she trying to avoid there? One, the discomfort of asking her clients what they're struggling with or asking her community what they're struggling with. And number two is the discomfort of maybe people judging her that she thinks she's all that, that she is arrogant, that she she's there's a discomfort there with showing off. Okay, so yeah, there's inner work to be done around those two things, but I'm going to show you how to short circuit that very soon. But you can see how the issue there isn't that she doesn't know what to do. It's not a strategy problem, okay? It's not that she doesn't have people to speak to. It's not that she doesn't have results to show. It's that she's trying to avoid the feeling that comes with reaching out and asking someone what their struggles are. That feeling of doing that for her is what's stopping her. And the feeling of, oh, I don't want to be judged for showcasing these amazing results. Again, it's the feeling of what does it feel like to sit in the moment of being judged by other people? That's what I'm trying to avoid. So then I don't take the actions. Okay. And then you end up in my DMs. Yeah. The other example was I had a quick look over someone's page who uh, had, well, yeah, look, they, they haven't they haven't got any clients yet from, from posting on social media. And this person is spending a lot of time posting on social media daily. This person's problem, actually, both of these people's problems is not consistency. These two show up with an amazing amount of consistency. OK, so their problem is not consistency. It's it's messaging. It's trust from their audience that they can get the results okay and we're you know we're hearing we're hearing why and you'll hear in this next one right for this next example there was imposter syndrome was coming up and if you've got imposter syndrome coming up it's going to stop you doing the things you need to do to show how confident you are in your message because you're not okay <laughs> and it's okay again I, i'm not going to leave you hanging i'm going to help you get through this okay but that's going to come through because you're not going to post the things that will actually get people over the line. You're going to keep posting vanilla stuff. Vanilla stuff is not going to get your clients. Okay. It's just not. All right. They're nervous on getting on masterclasses or um, hosting masterclasses. They're nervous on doing live sorts of communication. Okay. Because they have a huge fear of people not showing up. Okay. So her fear of, I don't want to be in a position where I'm on a live and one person's on there. I don't want to be in a position of where I'm on a live and no one comes on. That the fear of being in that situation, I don't want to do it. I'm, I'm, I don't want to feel those feelings. Okay, I'm going to avoid the action. And then where do we end up? We end up having posted for multiple years on social media. And from what I understand, if I've read it correctly, the person has gained zero clients. They post consistently 
on social media. They really do. And again, from what I understand, from what I read in the message, they have they have sourced zero clients from social media. Okay. So this is a problem, all right? But what's the problem? Both of these people in their messages to me highlighted that, like, I know I need to be doing these things, but I'm not doing them because I'm scared of X, Y, Z. I'm scared of being judged. I'm scared of people not showing up. I'm scared of being uncomfortable, having this uncomfortable conversation, okay? So whether it's you're scared of being disappointed, you're scared of being rejected, you're scared of being humiliated, you're scared of failing, you're scared of setback, setbacks. <laughs> it's this that is stopping you doing the things you already know you need to do. To be fair, there's going to be some things that maybe you don't know that you need to do because I know in some conversations people will say to me, oh, but I'm really good at X, Y, Z. And it's like, look, to be fair, the data is saying maybe you think you're good at X, Y, Z, but if we're not getting leads, there's a break in the chain and you, unfortunately you may not be as good as at these things as you think you are which is fucking fine like please don't think that i'm sitting here recording this podcast from a space of i'm brilliant at everything i've just uh hired a copywriter to help me write um, some of my sales pages and perhaps to write some emails because i'm not sure that i'm great at communicating in text okay i think if i was to be uh you know an objective person look at my own text I think sometimes I'm a bit jumbled and I'm trying to say too many ideas at once which is no good so I need to learn how to write better that's fucking okay all right um I'll just tell you a quick story I love to talk and I love to be on camera and I love to do lives and I love to do master classes let me tell you a story of about five years ago I was in a course with a group of people and they said to me, uh, you know, a small, actually it was a lecture. It wasn't a course. And they said, Hey, would it be okay if we just filmed a quick, you know, 30 second snippet of you saying what you got out of today's session and cameras rolling. And I, I froze and I, I couldn't say anything. No words were coming out of my mouth and it was completely humiliating. And I got camera, camera fright, stage fright. I couldn't say anything. And I went home and I was incredibly embarrassed. I cried. And here we are six years later, five years later. And this is my most favorite thing to do is be on camera live and speaking or, you know, podcasting or doing reels or recording stories or, you know, collabing with other people in a, in a video format. I love it, but I didn't always love it. <laughs> so what did I do? I got home and I was like, Man, for the goals that you have, you can't be like that. Like this is an area you're going to need to practice and get better on, at and improve because the visions you have need you to be live, need you to or even be able to record something, right? That wasn't live. That was just they were just hitting record on a camera, yeah? So what did I do? I practiced. I set the phone up, I hit record, and I started speaking without not even posting it anywhere. I just started speaking on camera more and more and more and more. Remember the first time I did an Instagram live, you can see me shaking. I'm shaking in it. I have to keep taking breaths, like really deep breaths every you know, 10, 20 seconds because I'm so nervous. 
but I just wanted to start practicing and I wanted to do it with my Facebook lives. I created a private group just with me to practice going live in that group first. So I knew where all the buttons were and what to do. Okay. It's, it's not been an easy road for me, you know, in that sense with that one thing. Okay. It's, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. We all have weaknesses. We all have strengths when it comes to business. Okay. And if you're not good at something, please just get really quick at admitting it. Okay. Get really quick at admitting it. So then you can ask yourself, okay, cool. What do I need to do to get better at this thing? And if you're not sure, you know, this is where you can ask a friend, you can hire a business mentor to help you. You can, there are lots of different ways you can, you can YouTube it. There's so much free information out there. You can borrow, borrow books from the library. You can improve these skills. Okay. Some of them are pretty common sense. Like, okay, I'm really bad at speaking on camera. Well, what do I need to do? I need to practice speaking on camera. Okay. But if I had gone, you know what, that was horrific. That was a horrific moment and I want to avoid those feelings. And can you imagine if I never spoke on camera? You would probably have seen me speak on camera quite a bit. Can you imagine if I never got past that and so all of that collateral didn't exist? No fucking way would I be where I am now. Like, like no chance. Not a chance would I be where I am now, okay? So let's get through this. What are you going to do? I want you to get a piece of paper out right now. So you can pause this, get a piece of paper, come back. And in one column, I want you to write down all of the things that you know you're not doing because they scare you. You're going to know. It might take you five minutes to, to just, you know, have the space to lock in and go, okay, I'm going to be honest with myself here. This asking for help. That's scary. <clears throat> That's scary. Hiring a copywriter, that feels scary. Um, <clears throat> speaking on my stories, doing a live, hosting a masterclass, launching a program. I'm terrified of getting one person. I'm terrified of getting zero people. So I'm not going to launch the thing that I really want to launch. I'm, I don't have the balls to do a, a short intake because I'm scared that no one's going to come in and then I'm going to have to shop the next week and say, actually, I'm still open for business. I'm scared to take a, a, a live workshop to improve my personal training skills because, you know, I don't want to be asked a question in front of my peers and not know the answer. What are the things that you know that are scaring you? Where do you feel like I have imposter syndrome? I'm too scared to network in the community and ask to be on a podcast because I don't want to be rejected. Because I don't want to, I don't want to speak on a podcast because I'm scared of speaking. Because I don't want to say the wrong thing. I'm terrified of saying the wrong thing. I don't, I'm only willing to post vanilla shit on my Instagram so no one calls me out. That's a big one. I'm too scared to actually say what I want to say because I'm scared someone is going to get offended. Someone is going to call me out. Someone is going to stitch me on a reel, and then you know how you know how you can do that. I think you can like you know stitch someone else's reel on your reel and pick apart everything that they say. Mentee said this to me before. What if James Smith finds my reel and points out all the ways that I'm wrong? And to be honest, you know what I said to her? I said it would be fucking amazing for your engagement. <laughs> you would get follows from that situation. Okay, think of it like you're Kim Kardashian. No publicity is bad publicity. No publicity is bad pu publicity. When you're getting eyes on your content, it's going to be good. 
all right, please don't take that as a sign of me saying you can produce shit quality things because I would stay away from producing shit quality things. But please take my point. And the likelihood of Jay Smith stitching your reel is very, very low. I mean, I hope anyone listening to this isn't saying stuff that's worthy of that kind of attention. But even if it was, like I said, you'd get a lot of eyes on your content. <laughs> okay, so in one column, you've, you're honest with yourself. You're sitting there and you're honest with yourself. Again, if you don't think that you can be honest with yourself, then maybe ask a friend. <laughs> but you have to be prepared to hear things you don't want to hear. Because I've, I've heard before, oh, I'm really good at X, but it's weird no one's no one's asking to join my program. Like you might not be as good at X as you think you are. I'm really good at communication, but no one wants to join my program. You're not as good as communication as you think you are. You're not articulating the problem and the value of your service as good as you think you are. Okay. I'm going to do a separate, actually, no, I think it's going to be an email coming out to you about how you can use data to help you see these blind spots. Your data will show you what your ego doesn't want to want you to admit to yourself. Your data will show you what your ego doesn't want to admit to yourself about where your weaknesses lay. That's why I love data so much. It doesn't lie. <laughs> okay, so in the next column, what I want you to write is all of the things that you can try or that are possibilities for you to get around that hurdle. And I want you to go into proper entrepreneur problem-solving mode, okay? And it's really interesting. I did hear from my stories this week that not everyone loves this side of the business. But if you do want to run a sustainable, successful, profitable business where you're online, I mean, to be honest, any kind of business, you're going to have to get scrappy and think of solutions and think of creative solutions. You're going to have to adapt you know, if we don't adapt, we're going to get left behind. All right. So you've got the list of all of the things that scare you, all of the things that you don't want to do. And in, in the direct opposite column, you're going to write what's a solution. Okay. So if you're terrified of getting on lives, your solution could be one of the options. We're just brainstorming could be like going to practice on my own in you know a private Facebook group to get more comfortable with it. If my fear is I'm too, I'm, I feel sick at the thought of posting amazing results and bragging online, I'm going to give myself 10 minutes. I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to post it. I'm going to be mindful. And I, I know that the feelings of like, I'm probably going to feel like I want to be sick. And I'm just going to sit in there and face those feelings. Okay, you think that the fear of only having one person or no one show up for your masterclass, you're going to run the masterclass anyway and accept completely that your metric of success is not how many people show up. Your metric of success is showing up to the live masterclass. After the masterclass is done, you're going to take 10 minutes you're going to feel the feelings. You're going to realize you didn't die. And then you're going to do it again and again and again and again. 
Okay, so you can see a theme. You've got the problem, you're gonna brainstorm solutions, and then it doesn't matter that you're going to feel all of these feelings. Those feelings aren't gonna go away. You notice here, my solution isn't trying to resist these feelings. It's not trying to get rid of you feeling any of these things. This is not where the growth is going to happen. You avoiding, re rejecting, and resisting your feelings is not where the magic is. The magic is in you running towards all of this discomfort and accepting that these feelings are what is going to come with your next level of success. You have to be willing to feel these feelings to get to your next level. The people you see doing amazing things have a high tolerance for these feelings. For them, their mission is worth the risk of feeling these feelings. Not only that, they're feeling them on a daily or weekly basis. People are feeling these feelings often and it doesn't matter. They're not letting the fear of these feelings stop them. It's like the client who says to you, oh my God, I'm desperate to lose fat. I hate the way I look. I hate my body. I'm scared of being hungry. I mean, what do you want? Do you want the result? How much does it mean to you? We can't have you worrying about the fear of being hungry. You're going to need to be hungry to get a fat loss result. So you can have it your way. You can play it safe and sit there anticipating not wanting to feel hungry. Or you can get into the deficit, feel the hunger, but lose the body fat and come out the other end and realize you didn't die. And it's the same thing that you need to do with your business. We're not going to get rid of these feelings. They're going to be there. You need to accept it. You need to say to yourself, okay, these are all the things I'm avoiding doing. These are the answers. Hire a public speaking coach. Get sales training. Pay a photographer to get pictures of you so you don't have to fucking be awkward at the gym trying to take pictures of yourself. Work overtime with your face-to-face -face clients to be able to save up and afford the photographer or afford the business mentor. Okay, create Facebook groups, go live, practice. You have to be able to run towards the things that are scaring you most to get to your next level. If you are not willing to do that, you're going to be stuck in the same place. Okay, so that was a, uh, I got pretty ranty towards the end there. <laughs> but I promise you, if you do this activity, it's going to be laid out in front of your face. There's nowhere to run. There's nowhere to hide from it. And you've got a choice. You can either go, okay, I'm not cut out for this. I'm not courageous. I'm not going to do it. You also then don't get to complain about the results you're not getting. Okay, you're not entitled for any, anything. None of us are entitled to anything. You decided that you wanted to run a business. This is what happens. We have to be willing to show up and run towards the things that are scaring us most to get to the next level of our business. And it doesn't stop. <laughs> okay, do this activity and paint by numbers. Promise yourself you're just going to tick off these boxes. I'm going to go live. I'm going to ask my clients what they're struggling with. I'm going to post testimonials. I'm going to show the world how good I am at my job. I am going to show the world how good I am at my job. If I'm not getting leads, then I need to put my ego to the side and I need to ask myself, where is the break in the chain? I think I'm good at communicating, 
it's obvious that I'm not <laughs> and I need some help. So what am I going to do about that? Then do the thing, okay? So I hope this was valuable to you. It should be. <laughs> it should be. All right. So my two announcements for you. The first one is I have extremely limited places open for mentoring. If you've listened to this, if you're like, fuck me, that is me. I'm so done with my own shit. I've been floundering around for the last three months, six months, 12 months, two years. I've not grown my business. But also, I now know that I've been telling myself I'm going to do all of these things for three, six, 12, 24 months, and I haven't. I need your help. Message me. Shoot me through a message. I might even put a, a link that you can click in the description box. We'll see how I go with that. And we'll have a chat. I'll see if you're a good fit. Okay, I'll send you through an application form and all the details for mentoring with me. I have three-month um, three positions. I have positions, places, spots, <laughs> and five-month mentoring opportunities. So you can be with me for three months or five months. You can choose. There's like an $800 discount on the five-month. Um, position if you would like that and I do think that being able to work together for um, five months is fantastic so at the moment what I've been doing is working with people for three months and I've loved it so much it's been fantastic and I also see that there is um, definitely room for that longer mentorship to really help move through as many things as we possibly can so let me know the other announcement is I can't give too many details just yet, but there's something very exciting and free coming your way soon. And it's going to be on the topic of lead generation because I know that's something a lot of people are struggling with. It's going to be a very strategy-based, like a very strategy-informative-based session. When things are free, um, it's typically going to always be more information and strategy-based because I can't provide personalized advice when I'm doing something for free that's not... Um, how it works it's just impossible for me to be able to speak to everyone's individual situation in that kind of a format okay so those are the two things that are coming uh how do you become aware of this free offering when it's ready you just need to make sure you're on my mailing list you will know if you're on my mailing list you'll get uh, first access to it so uh what i will do is i'll put a link in the notes to actually you know what i'll do two links i'll do one link if you want to contact me about mentoring uh, and the other link will be to make sure you're on the mailing list to get access to the the free offering that's coming out soon okay so i really hope that this resonated if it did please drop in my dms and tell me Ah, oh, fuck me. Please send me a screenshot of your worksheet, of your two columns, okay, and show me. I am serious about pulling up my socks and taking my business to the next level. I'm done being stuck in my own bullshit. The conversations I started this podcast with, both of these people know exactly what they need to do. They messaged it to me. They messaged it to me. They told me, yeah. You guys know it's in, you, you know already, okay? All right, this is enough for me, over and out, and I'll speak to you next week.